What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hoop Dreams. Yes, it's still called Hoop Dreams. I did not change the name yet. Um, It is what it is. <laughs> this is episode 21. Yo, this episode, man, man, oh, man, it's getting it's getting to the nitty gritty. <laughs> it's, it's really getting to it. So. This episode. I'm talking about. It's time to level the fuck up. <laughs> it's time to level up. And the question that I have is why doesn't it ever get done, right? <clears throat> and there's so many things that people want to do, right? All of us. We all have something we desire, something we want to accomplish. And it never gets done. And I'm going to tell you why. We're not focused. We're busy worrying about stupid shit that doesn't matter. And what's the number one thing that's taking our focus? <laughs> it's fucking social media. <laughs> social media. If it's not a relationship, it's social media. And, and, and both, if consumed too much, it, it's toxic, right? Now, when IG went down, yo, everybody was scrambling. <laughs> My phone blew up. My phone blew up. Everybody was texting me because... Like, I have people that I text on the normal, on the regular, and then I have people that I talk to on IG on the normal, like, on a regular basis. But, like, I still have their number and shit, but we just connect more through social media just because we send each other memes and shit, right? So because that <laughs> that wasn't happening, now my phone was going nuts. I had, like, 76 messages. And I was like, oh, shit, what's going on? And then I realized, right? And then, like everybody else, we went to Twitter, right? Instead of getting refocused, right? And honestly, I was hoping Instagram was gone for good. Too many people worry about who's posting what, who liked whose pic. Is this person watching my fucking story? <laughs> It's it's too crazy. It's too time consuming. Like if you really think about the time you spend on social media, oh my goodness. It was like the time when what was it called? Vine? It was like Vine. It was green. I think that's when that was a couple years ago. That was like when the iPhone five came out. It was either iPhone four or iPhone five and the app called Vine came out and it was like short clips. I don't know if it was like five sec ten seconds, twenty seconds or something like that. And, like, that's where people started, like, first blowing up. Like, that was the first social media that I realized that people were blowing up on. Because I really didn't think about YouTube or anything like that. So, I would be on Vine for hours. Oh, my goodness. Just in the bed or on the sofa, just on Vine. And now it's IG, right? So, every other... Every couple of years, it's a new app. Now it's TikTok, you know what I mean? Which feels like a new vine. And we're just, we're too, we're not focused. And our consumption of social media is just not healthy. We're not going to hit our goals worrying about the next person on IG. And recently, 
I feel like your girl has unlocked the next level of focus. It's nuts. It's so nuts. So let me tell you, the last time I felt like this, it was last year, November. And I was in my my other apartment telling myself that in 2021, it would be the year I was going to be in a new apartment. And that apartment was terrible. I'm not even going to get into it, but it was just so bad. It was so bad. And I just couldn't, I was just not happy. I wasn't a happy person. January 9th of 2021, I met the super of a new building by simply walking outside to Target. And by April, I was living in the building he told me I was going to get into. That's how fast things happen. That's how fast if you get super focused and laser in, things could change. Things could change overnight. It's how you move. If you're dedicated, if you're serious, and if you're consistent, anything is possible. But it takes hard work. It takes the time. You got to put the energy into it. And me, I have goals. I have plans. I have a little girl that I'm responsible for. And I have to break the cycle for her sake. Who wants really to be 40 years old, still working for someone else? Most don't. The majority don't. But we all feel stuck. And we all don't know where to begin. And you're not alone in that thought. It's time to start working hard and busting your ass for your last name versus someone else's. And the only difference between us and them is that they took a risk. We're so programmed to believe that it's never going to work. We're always thinking about the what ifs. Well, what if this happens? What if we lose our jobs? What if, you know, the stock market crash? What if? And I always say, (laughs) and people always get mad at me for saying it, when people go down this negative path of thinking, I say, well, what if your mother and father never met? (laughs) And they're like, Liz, are you fucking kidding me? Because it's true. That shit doesn't matter. It didn't happen. It's not going to happen. And even does, you adjust, you pivot. You pivot. So many people worry about the what if. And the what if is not even here yet. Or it may not even happen. And what does that give us? Anxiety. And what is anxiety? Fear. Fear causes anxiety. We got to stop worrying about the what if. Because that shit is never going to happen. And if it does happen, then you adjust it. Then you attack and do something different. But for right now, we have to focus on the right now. What's right in front of you? What can you do today? Not 10 years from now. Today. What tools do you have that will help you get further along or just start? A lot of this programming that we believe that it'll never work is because of society. And where we get it from is usually our families, right? Our families, a lot of them are immigrants or just hardworking people regardless of where they're from. And they're just told, work hard, put your head down. 
they always kept a low profile and they said nothing. They were just super grateful to have a better opportunity than being back home. And there's nothing wrong with that. They wanted what was best for us. And they were just happy to be in the U.S. So what happens to us, the kids? They tell us, go work hard, go to school, get a job. And what do they say? Get the safe job. We couldn't really go for what we really what we wanted. And our parents didn't take risks. Most of us, anyways. They made us do the nine to five or just do get a job, right? And what's that doing? It's making another family rich because that meant security. But let me tell you, if someone has the power to tell you you're fired, that's not a safe job. You're just playing a game until the game is over. Now, I'm not knocking a nine to five or any kind of job, right? I'm just using nine to five as an example. Most of us, we don't have nine to fives, but we have a job. We punch a clock. But we're not using the jobs to our advantage. Use the capital you get from there to fund your side hustle. Have a plan and execute it. I work better when I write things down. I have to see it. I have to see it on paper for me to understand it. I'm a visual learner. I've always been that way. I'm a visual person. So anything I can see that's tangible works better for me. Write it down. Surround yourself with like-minded individuals. People that believe in you. People that have similar goals. People that see and understand that where you are today won't be where you are by next year. There's something that I believe in wholeheartedly. And it's you have to see it before you see it. Now think about what I just said. It probably doesn't make sense at first, but think about it. You have to see it before you see it. I saw a new apartment in my head. I dreamt about it. <laughs> I thought about painting it and putting up pictures and dreams. And for the longest, I was just dreaming about a new apartment. That's all I cared about. I thought about what I would do, what kind of couch I wanted, where I wanted to put my desk. Right. I saw it. And I wasn't seeing it. I didn't physically see it. Right. But I saw it. Because I knew that's what I wanted so bad. And I made moves to put myself in a position to be in a new place that I'm in now. I saw it before I saw it. Last year on Thanksgiving, I told my family in our group chat that next year, which was this year, for Thanksgiving, we'd have dinner in my new apartment. My mother reminded me of that statement yesterday. And I was like, oh shit, yeah, you're right. I mean, I didn't really forget but it just was a cool moment to be like, wow, it brought me back to where I was last year. My mindset and how I said it, I spoke it into existence. Recently, I've been thinking about, like, why didn't I do this before? Why wasn't I this laser focused years ago? When I was younger and I wasn't a parent, 
and so on. The answer is I was surrounded by people that didn't have my best interest at heart. And I probably didn't have my best interest at heart. I wasn't focused. I was worried about the wrong things. I was wor- worried about a, a dying relationship that was going nowhere and essentially was dragging me down. But more than that, I wasn't disciplined. And that's on me. I left my parents' house at a very early age. I left and I never turned back. It was a toxic household. My father abused my mother, broke her hand. She ended up in the hospital a couple of times. She met my stepfather and similar events happened. I just knew I couldn't stay there. And thinking about it, I haven't been focused since leaving that house. And how could I be? I was abused by my stepfather, my mom, and I relationship was just rocky growing up. My father vanished into thin air. I felt like I couldn't trust anyone. How could I? The people that I should have trusted as a child took advantage. And I felt like I've always had to look over my shoulder. I never slept well. For years, my main concern was no one is ever going to take advantage of me again. So I created a tough exterior so no one could really fuck with me. And also to hide the hurt. And that's the side I always showed everyone. It's like that saying, if I knew then what I know now, but realistically, I probably wouldn't have cared. And I wouldn't have acted on the knowledge that I have now. I was always on survival mode. I had no place to go as my family mostly lives out the country. So I went to a shelter. I'll never forget the place where I was at. I met some amazing people there that I still talk to to this day. I also met a guy that was several years older than me. His name was Sheldon. I mean, I knew him since I was 16, but he always looked out for me. He knew my situation, and he gave me a place to stay. Now, this place wasn't like an apartment. It was at his job. And at his job, he was in charge of a warehouse. He put a couch there, a TV, and gave me money until I got a job so I could eat. I bathed in the sink, and that's how I went about my day. There were times where I would close at my job, getting off at like 1 a.m., and the following day I was off, but someone else was there at the warehouse, and I'd have to leave before they came so he wouldn't get in trouble for me being there. No one knew. I would be dead tired, and I'd leave, and I'd ride the train all the way to Queens and then take it back to Coney. All day until I knew the time that he was gone, which was about 2 p.m. I don't know how I would have made it without him. He really held me down and expected nothing in return. I'm still forever grateful for him, and I keep in touch with him to this day. I'm grateful for my experiences, no matter how bad they were. I shouldn't have had to go through them, but now at 34, I've learned from them. I don't let them define me. It's not who I am. I don't carry the burden of the bad things that happened. They happened, I've sorted them out, and they no longer have a hold on my life. This has been years in the making. Things happen for a reason, and now my focus is clearer than ever. I'm honestly grateful that it's happening now. Well, within the last year, year and a half of the vision that I have for myself 
where I want to be, what I want to do, and what impact I want to leave. Like I said before, if it happened 10 years earlier, I probably wasn't mature enough. I wasn't disciplined enough. And I, I, that wasn't my my focus. So I'm happy it's happening now. Even though I do feel like, dang, I could have did this shit years ago. But it doesn't matter. It's in the past. It happened. I can't change it. And that's something I live by. So it's game time now. I'm laser focused. I have a lot of good things coming up. And it's going to change my future. More importantly, my child's future for the better. And that's the type of time I'm on. Thank you for listening as always. This is episode 21 of Hoop Dreams. I'm Liz and I'm your host. Thanks again.